0: Coming up, glasses, asses, flashes, classic, drastic, baskin, passin', traffic, hazard, gassing, <laughs> laughing, lastin', tragic, fashion, imagine, casted, blaster. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> Marmalade est toujours laureate de la Serie Poe Scott.
1: So good, Danke. And Roger Sanchez survived the three week curse for Liam, staying on as series winner. Oy.
0: is the naughtiest naughty happy christmas hope you're doing well we've got well a week for us here on the friday merry christmas less than a week if you're listening before christmas it could be after christmas you could be
1: fisting a turkey as you listen to
0: us you lucky devil all right, this is the naughty Naughty. We're going through every pop song of the the Naughties. Pop meaning popular, as in it got in the top ten. We're going through in chronological order. We're going to try and pick the best one, basically. And people can't believe yeah. it when we t- say we're doing this because it's going to take ages. Yeah. But we're getting towards the end of like the first year of us doing it. Mm-hmm. This is the last one before Christmas. Yeah. We're going to do a couple of different things over the next few weeks, and we'll be back in the new year. But this week is exciting because I think I enjoyed prepping this week more than most other weeks in the summer of two thousand and one so far for in August, and I've. Been been bemoaning the lack of a really good summary number one. Right. Okay. And other top tens across the board have been disappointing in some regards. This week, I think, is going to be difficult. Yeah, I do think it's a very difficult one to choose our winners, so I'm quite intrigued to see where we're going to end up mm, going with this, because mm-hmm. I, think,
1: I think on paper there's obvious things, and then whenever we do the analysis, it could go anyway, <laughs> yeah. so a very wide, maybe a very wide pot, but we don't know until we start speaking to each other what actually happens with these mm, things. No, so.
0: it, our our minds can change through yeah. conversation, I can put you off some things, I know I know, I what know yes. buttons to press with you, and I think you know what buttons to press with me as well.
1: Oh, I, uh-huh.
0: Okay, yeah, 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 I get it. Interesting. Let's get to some of your correspondence. We got a voice note that you're going to love, Scott. This comes from my mate, Becca.
2: Did you know that on the Isle of Wight, there is the actual double-decker bus, which featured in the 1997 Spice Girls movie, Spice World, driven by Meatloaf. Yeah, so that bus is actually on the Isle of Wight that is now an Airbnb stay, Spice Girls and Meatloaf not included, unfortunately. Well, who wants Meatloaf there anyway? So yeah, the top deck's been converted. It's got a double bed up there an extra bed because it can only hold up to three guests so yeah i'll be going there on a little girls trip in may and i can't bloody wait 90s dress is encouraged so i'm taking it upon myself that i think i might be baby spice you know just because I'm the little one And the young one of the group uh, Let me know what you think about that Liam How
1: jealous are you? Um, I'm booking to go to the Isle of Wight immediately That yeah. could be a Christmas present If anybody wants to crowdfund that I will literally go to the Isle of Wight For something other than the festival I just want to
0: go and stay in the Spice Girls bus Me and you will go for a girls weekend like Becker is We could do, yeah that'd be really mm-hmm. nice Cosmos! You'd be Jerry wouldn't you? Um, I don't know, do you know what? I, I think, think I'd be baby as well I'd be like Becker, I'd be baby
1: I don't know, I think that Now in my older life, I now understand how funny and sarcastic Victoria Beckham was the whole Mm. way through it. And I think she's pretty awesome and I wouldn't actually mind being Victoria Beckham. Whereas if you had asked me when Spice Girls were a
0: thing, she would have been the last one I'd have said. Mm. Which is odd she's, she's been on a transformation Some other things Now last week we spoke about Train drops of Jupiter And it's proved controversial As we find out later on Because yeah. the poll this week Was a bloody nightmare Because um, I left it out basically We'll, we'll reveal more <laughs> later on <laughs> What a mistake that was Beth Smith on Instagram She says What a song Just an absolute pop, isn't it Feel like it would make A good film soundtrack Yeah it's very yeah. much I don't
1: want to miss a thingy
0: Isn't it I had a look to see What it's in on IMDb And it's not in much Alright Film wise It's in a film called All About Steve With Sandra Bullock And Bradley Cooper Which okay. is good you know rom y It's also an animated film called Alpha and Omega Two: A Day Adventure. <laughs> um, and it's in a film called Other People. TV-wise, in Daredevil, American Dad, and it's in an episode of Unbreakable. Kimmy Schmidt.
1: Which I love Kimmy Schmidt. That's brilliant. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. But it, 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 I can see where best it, it should be in like a proper like Nicholas Sparks rom-com sort of thing. Yeah. But like, you know, like a romantic film, but it doesn't seem to be. Mm-mm. Maybe it hasn't. just Maybe the time hasn't come yet but maybe it, will, maybe it will soon.
1: We've heard from Meg on Instagram who says, I still remember the first time I heard Drops of Jupiter being played on a slightly out of tune piano in my village hall. <laughs> Someone was practising it and my friend decided to join in singing and then they ended up performing it in the show that we were doing that day. That's mm. pretty cool, isn't it, That's actually? Nice, yeah. That immediately you know whenever you get stories and you have moments about songs that again raises its, yeah. its stock for uh. me a little bit because we've got something like that as well and Mark from Glasgow on Instagram said oh it's a toughie I really like both Train and Missy Elliott but prefer the 2002
0: murder remix of Ain't It Funny from J-Lo I keep up the fab work boys thank mm. you very much I and mean, it is a different song isn't it and it is it, yeah. and we do do it in 2002 we do We do talk about it uh, finally from Pigadisky says new series winner for me this week ooh oh. knocking DJ Pied Piper off after a six week reign with 21 seconds by wow. so solid crew taking the series winner spot they'll never do anything that good again well we'll find out because we've got a few more tracks from them uh but it's a, it's a stone cold swan song for garage you must have really liked yeah, it yeah boy it was very weird <laughs> yeah how exciting
1: wow. i'm excited by that one mm. that's um that's an interesting place to be because do i agree that 21 seconds at face value i think 21 seconds is peak Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's
0: the the biggest hooks. It's the biggest, I think, flavour of what they do. That said, I listened to a So Solid playlist last year, and there is some bangers in there. I'm not sure how many of them get top 10, but they do, they are consistent. Mm -hmm. Possibly a bit samey, but they are consistent. But we'll look forward to it. Coming up on today's episode, we've got some drum and bass from Koshin. Oh, I thought we did, but actually, I've prepped the wrong one. Uh, Also, some folk rap fusion (laughs) from Nelly Furtado, and some depressing disco from everyone's favourite twat in the hat, (laughs) Jimiroquai. I've just taken a hat off. Plus a massive <laughs> collaboration from Eve and Gwen Stefani and the
1: solo debut of Sophie Ellis Bexter and the moment The Killers Were Born, thanks
0: to one of Britain's biggest alternative bands. But first... This is the week commencing the 19th of August, 2001. Not in the top 10 this week, but just missed out number 12... Is this from Groove Armada Super Styling? Oh! Mm. Just follow in the pattern, naturally harmonize it. Climb into position, synchronize it. Live from Outer Ghetto, we maximize it. Song of the Groove Armada, we super styling. But it's such a packed week that it just wasn't, there wasn't room for it, That's a shame, is a isn't it? Banger, Big that's tune, absolute banger tune. And it's a shame there's no Groove Armada in the decade, I don't, I don't think, I, I, don't, I don't recall seeing their name, or typing their name? Groove Armada,
1: if everybody looked the same When did song for Mature come out? Because, oh, well, Groove Armada, yeah, 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 that, that was a jam as well yeah, that's in I See You Baby, was that 90s? I don't know you,
0: baby Shaginets. It was on a Renault Megane advert It was <laughs> Yes that, My knowledge of songs Is based on what car adverts They were on Or bums Basically <laughs> Sad news this week though Because on the 25th of August 2001 A Cessna 402 plane Carrying nine people Including R&B singer Aaliyah
1: Oh yeah Crashed
0: in the Bahamas Killing everyone on board So we lost a, a real star On that yeah. day And she was so young She was my series winner for Only for a week But it was such a big tune We do get more Aaliyah In the coming weeks Because she has a track in 2002 But yeah yeah. Sad day. Yeah, really I, remember, sad day. I still
1: remember that day mm-hmm. as well. I remember being really confused about how can that happen because anything, I think, at this point in my life that I'd ever focused on where a current artist died, well, it was all, it was never in my lifetime. It was always stories that somebody else yeah, told me. Yeah. Uh, and I remember being shocked that this is this happens to people
0: mm. that you know and yeah, listen to aye. at this given
1: point. So it was, it was a very strange moment for me, even though I was 17 and quite intelligent, apparently. Mm. But yeah. yeah, that shocked me
0: yeah meanwhile in the pop charts now I got an iPod Nano for Christmas in 2005 I think did you? yeah Mm. Um, my dad got it first because he had an iPod Classic and I'd been using his and he must have thought well he'd he'd obviously love one it's engraved he's got like it says enjoy the music love dad and I've still got it it's lovely my dad's music taste is so good he instilled me with stuff like the Jam T-Rex the Who the Smiths all that kind of really you know well well made stuff I got this iPod and filled it with five and stuff like this Uh, this is their number one single it's called Let's Dance
1: very different to a Time called malice this is the third <laughs> this is the first single from the third and final album king size their third number one after keep on moving and we will rock you mm-hmm. and it turns out i know every word yeah how on earth do i know every
0: single word well i, I rinsed this so I, I well i didn't know every word I, It did kind of come back with muscle memory in parts yeah this is this is great Let's let's start with a negative thing that I've seen somewhere else, just so we can like base the argument around that. Because I think this is tall bullshit. Okay. So freaky trigger, the blogger that doesn't one singles. They said it's trying hard, bounding from hook to hook, but none of them are very good. Like they've gone for a three for two chorus offer in Asda, get out. Hmm. This 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 is Hooksville, but I think they're all so solid, crew. Um, <laughs> couldn't resist. No, I think I think they. I I disagree with that so much. I think this is a proper summary tune, just hooks, hooks, hooks. I really like this. And I remember
1: at the time it being weird because it was so experimental with the auto-tune. Mm. Um, I have it down as an intro juice. I love how the EQ brings up you know the highs of the EQ are gone at the start and then it comes comes in like a nightclub yeah like you're walking down a corridor towards Mm -hmm. a nightclub you open the doors Mm -hmm. and there boom you've got it it's right there and there was a real risk in this one that the auto-tune would be overkill but I think I like it and I love the way that they've put on their back and singer effect by mastering themselves kind of into it as well yeah really strong one for me I think yeah where jay goes take it down we mm. i mean this is where we didn't mishear a lyric but we actively changed it because if you listen to it again <laughs>
0: take
1: you can change it to take a dump,
0: take a dump. Oh, of course so, of course of course you have to change it to take, a dump.
1: take <laughs> a dump yeah so we made that into take a dump pretty much i love the breakdown of it yeah i think it's got a great pre-chorus as well mm. i think it is simple in the way that it uplifts and i think that's really good mm. harmony is great
0: Melody's great Rapping's absolutely fine For what they're doing Um, I'm pretty happy with it Me too The Abs and Jay Who do the raps over it Their flow Over that beat Just works Mm -hmm. Like last week's, Was it So Solo MOP? MOP with a beat Match up with the the, the, the Sort of the the Bit of the rap Does that all the way through This is just a really Well written and well Choreographed bit of Bit of music The mix I mean it's fantastic Funky guitar It's got that bit of filtering It's got a strong beat Vocoder Love a bit of vocoder. Always yeah. brings back Daft Punk memories. I think this is really great. And it is one of those ones that reminds me of having an iPod back in the day and like discovering music and like, yeah. you know, living living through it sort of thing. Video wise, interesting because it kind of goes, it's, it's them kind of, so there's the band playing themselves and the band playing characters, much like. One Direction best song ever. They did the same thing and there's some comments in the comment section that say, oh, they ripped it off. But that's unfounded. The interesting thing about the video is that there's only four of them. Yes. And one of them is a cardboard cutout. Yes. And that's Sean. And the reason why he's a cardboard cutout at the time was because he had glandular fever and he was suffering at the time when actually he'd left the group and the, the band hadn't been told because he had a mental breakdown because of all the stress caused yeah. by being in the group. With that in mind, with the fact that he had actually left the group because he was stressed and going out of his mind, why did they let him, Why did they let them draw so much attention to the cardboard cutout? I've not, There's a bit well, where there's girls dancing around the cardboard cutout and there's a bit at the end where they go, what do you think, Sean? Oh, you've not got much to say. It's like, dude he's just left the group because he's he doesn't want to be there yeah so like I'm what, thinking why did nobody step in and say let's not make jokes about it well obviously the lads didn't know no all the people at the top end will have known yeah that exactly. he's the people gone. Who signed off on it
1: absolutely and this is exactly this is a prime example of what's wrong with the industry for the music video right? I love the track I have a massive hmm, mm. written down at the top of my video <laughs> section on my page because there's loads of cheesy elements to it yes it's sexist yes unfortunately do an array of accents which isn't great mm. um, it's Homophobic. homophobic. There's funny element. Like there, there is funny elements to yep, Westlife. It's good. Yeah. When oh, they're doing the suits and the arms out, that's a good Westlife piss take I like that. Yeah. So they do. So the the gist is, it's them and the 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 whole point of the video is it's them and the creative briefing about what they want to do as a video. And some of them are suggesting we need girls dancing on us. Some of them are then saying we need rain. Some of them are saying we need back and dancers. We need a dance routine. So it's all of that kind of th- stuff. But I think it's kind of creative yeah. as a whole concept. Yeah. But actually, when you watch the music video. The song stops so many times Mm. that it's funny for a second, but it really, really loses momentum and there's too much chopping and changing in it. But the video, I wonder if they're embarrassed now from a creative Mm. process of the way that they've actually done that by keeping Sean into it, taking the piss out of him. Yeah. Um, Like them all, whenever they're like, we need backing dancers, what about boys? And then they're like, ooh, the boys. I know. Yeah, there is
0: objectionable issues with that one, which really undoes one of their best songs. It's a bit where one of them says, we should do it street and they're all like you know blinged up and they're all like making like you know mannerisms that's kind of like taking the piss out of yeah. like urban culture yeah taylor swift got a hold over hot coals for doing that and shake it off in 2015 yeah and um it's the same thing here i know as earlier times and people weren't as aware of appropriation but that's what this is yes and it's it's pretty um it's pretty uh. what is interesting is it is a really good representation
1: of attitudes at the time yeah, and sometimes yeah. whenever people are like Oh things like that Were so inappropriate back then And yes I don't like it I don't think it should be Necessarily played on music channels today Unless you're doing A very specific documentary on This is what attitudes were like Back in mm. 2001 Look at the level of homophobia in this So there is that issue I'm going to go back to positive Because you said Was it vocoder And stuff like that yeah. To get the autotune yeah. Have a listen to Dirty Vegas This is Days Go By
2: Ooh. Days Go By
1: This is, this is a very, 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 very credible dance track and mm. I don't want to put the two too close side to side but from a production point of view they're very similar so on the grand scale of a pop track the creative techniques that they've put into this track is actually really, really smart so it has elements of Dirty Vegas days go by obviously for me Dirty Vegas is way completely different standout and I don't want to bring them too close in case people are <laughs> enraged um, but that kind of gives it extra production points for me but I feel like if we draw a line and never discuss the music video again we're up there with one of the best five tracks so far and it really love them
0: yeah if we draw a line and do the Sean thing which is interesting we're doing it this week when Jesse's left Little Mix this yes. week I found that really interesting the two have matched up this week yeah song wise great video wise not perfect no no so she's stepped off the groove jet and on her first solo single, this is Sophie ellis bextor Take Me Home.
2: Take me-
1: This is a cover of the 1979 hit um, of the same name by Cher. Should take a listen? Because I think
0: it's interesting to put them side Over by the side. Edge, yeah.
2: Take me home. Take me home. I wanna feel you close to
0: So much has been rewritten. Alison coming here this morning, and so many of the lyrics are different. Yeah. Like the whole song is essentially, you know, melody wise and tune wise much of it's been changed it really has this right so that the share track is actually off her 15th yeah. studio album yeah, this is in
1: 1979 <laughs> and it shares 15th studio album yeah. and we haven't have we had so we've this is like so 1979 that's 20 years before Believe yeah which our I generation know. well I knew Sonny and Share. I've got you yeah. and all that kind of crack but this is off Sophie's debut album Read My Lips and it actually got a 2018 re-release as an
0: orchestral piece ah she did an well. album of them yeah did she yeah, yeah because yeah, oh. on the religious show on the station I work for, they they play some of Sophie's orchestral tracks in the morning, and it's mm-hmm. good. Yeah, I like it.
1: I really fell in love with Sophie Alice Bextor mm-hmm. at this point. Mm-hmm. I think I think she was a great pop star. I do think we're heading
0: towards a better track with "Murder in the Dance Floor." Um, I'm, not, I'm I'm I, I haven't put that under the microscope yet, but haven't put this one under the microscope first. Okay, I'm a big fan. Yes. Well, I think with
1: Murder on the Dance Floor, I have a massive, massive... Have you ever seen the the music video to yeah, Murder on the yeah, Dance Floor? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I have a yeah. massive attachment to the video because it was on most mornings in my house whenever mm-hmm. my, mate, my mate Trevor, instead of getting his mum to drive him in from the countryside <laughs> to school she would drop them off at my house mm. so that we would sit and we would watch like <laughs> half an hour worth of music telly and then my mate Nathalie would come round and collect us and drive us to school mm. um, which was you know like three minutes away yeah. but um, there was just music every single morning so it's nice. Sophie was it's always in that me. mix yeah. Heaven, heaven. I think she's got like some really good hooks in it. Yes. Um, the funk in it's really, really good. Always a very unique vocal sound. Yes. From the tone of her voice, which Aye. I really, really love. And my biggest soft spot for Sophie is how she sings, but she sounds like she's just like some posh
0: British singer. It's, mm-hmm. so, it's so unique. I I feel like we spoke about, when we spoke about Groove Jet, I might have said something along the, along the lines of, she's posh and Southern and I can't hack that kind of voice normally, mm-hmm. but she's at the one I can hack, yeah. which is funny because she's the most passionate voice around. Mm-hmm. Like it's the opposite extreme of like you know I should I should really be against it because it's just not my sort of thing. Yeah, she's like the Hepburn of pop music. She's <laughs> How got do like you she's Hepburn? got like she's got like a like a an Audrey Hepburn sort oh, of. Oh, you're thinking of Audrey Hepburn? I'm, I'm, yes. What I'm, are you thinking of? There was a band called Hepburn. Oh, and I think I'm, they like, might have
1: been Australian.
2: I claim-
0: Were they Australian? There, yeah, there was a, let's, let's, probably not thinking of the same thing. Let's move past that fast. I just look at the video and I see all the different looks she has and all the different things she carries off the different vibes. It's a gorgeous video and a gorgeous showcase for her as a gorgeous person. I just think a star is born. Like for a solo yeah. debut, haven't been on Jet uncredited, haven't been part of the audience, which was kind of like you know big, but in an indie scene, like this is the making of a real star. And she carries yeah. off all of the looks so well. I just think she makes it look really easy. And she's such a dimensional performer because she can carry the sultry seductive stuff really well yes but also there's like an elegance and playfulness to it at the same time and there's a bit where it kind of goes floaty and ethereal Mm-hmm. Like she's just bum, 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 every box ticked. Yeah, that's what you want to do for a solo debut, isn't it? You want it, You want to show you can do everything and she does.
1: Yeah, and I didn't realise at the time that this was actually a cover. So in the video, mm. she's very couture. There's loads of Vogue-like elements, lots yeah. of glitz and glamour and flashlights. I do still prefer Murder in the Dance floor simply because her personality comes out way more. Yeah. So as much as there's personality in the video for this, she is, it is the couture thing. But Breakdown's really good, I think. There's something really wrong with you at this point if you just don't watch this and love Sophie Yeah A few seconds later Do you know what she's done this year? Oh, like, we've done the kitchen discos no Yeah all that we kind of spoke fact. about it on the show Yeah I can't remember in the last time we did Groove Jet whether this track had come out yet but I'm playing a song of hers and have been for a few weeks mm. um, on my show Alcazar Yes Did Crying at the Discotheque Yeah and Probably wait, we're going to cover Alcazar actually at some point do we?
0: in do the 90s or, or didn't chart because I'm sure uh, Maybe I, it didn't top I 10 think, I, think it, I think it didn't top oh, 10 gotten
1: But that was a cover of Spacer off of the the, it might have been the 80s. But yeah, so Sylvia ellis has done this, which is a 2020 version of Crying at the Discotheque.
0: It's really good, yeah, isn't it? It's, it's great. really, really good. She saved our twenty twenty. I mean, she, she you has. It she's one of the. She's one of the people who has made such a big difference. The Kitchen Disco's been great. I mean, this track, Take Me Home, has become Stay at Home. She did it every week oh, during yeah, the, 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 the it, Kitchen Discos. You. I think she's just brilliant, and I love that she's sustained such a big career out of it. The, the, the track for me is just fantastic. I, I always lose myself in it. It's got f- for something so kind of elegant and sort of seductive and saucy. It's also quite grungy as well. Yeah, and it's got those, there is, Yeah, like, in the production has those like. Side irony bits where it goes woo, woo. I was listening for those and I really like those bits but at the, the end when it goes towards that sort of grungy guitar section I just think like it's just ex- I'm exhausted by how talented this girl is and I'm mm-hmm. looking forward to seeing more as, as the years go on and we're going to see her live next year if you've forgotten she's supporting steps she is so I feel like she's
1: in contender camp for you so far and we're two tracks yeah. deep yeah, yeah, is yeah, she? Yeah, yeah, I think maybe I'm a little bit behind you on it mm-hmm. but still in a very much a, a major major love camp we'll see how we get to by the time we get to the end of the episode Okay. but yeah great stuff so fellas Baxter, take me home
0: here's one we've been looking forward to from Eve and Gwen Stefani big collaboration this one's called Let Me Blow Your Mind
2: yeah, I had to-
1: second and final single from Eve's second album Scorpion and it actually got to number two on the Billboard Hot 100 Big that's deal. her highest position mm. that is a huge huge
0: deal and I've stuck it down as an intro just. Mm. oh it's sexy isn't it it's good it won the first ever Grammy in the category Rap-Sung Collaboration. Is mm-hmm. the first one in 2002. I looked at the list and I started writing some of them down and then realised I've written them all down. There's just too many to, to, to reel <laughs> off. But that category is it has to be the best category in the Grammy's history of just pure quality. It's a lot of Jay-Z... Because mm-hmm. he did a lot of a lot of collaborations that were like involved in singers like Rihanna and that kind of thing. Yeah, that category is insane. And this for me is like very high up that pile because it's just caliber and quality. And we've done Eve before. We haven't done Gwen Stefani yet. No, she's coming on for a hook. This is her like she, she's not really a solo. She hasn't done all of her Harajuku solo stuff yet. She did one track with Moby called Southside last year, and then here she is with Eve. And this is a combination that will come back again on Gwen's solo career when she was Rich Girl in like 2005 oh yeah um, which is so interesting as well Gwen Stefani's solo career is so weird some of the stuff she sampled and some of the things she did I can't listen to this and not scrunch my face up you know that kind of approval thing you do when you rap music and you go oh It's filthy beat wise and just like how Eve rides the beat. I wrote down one of the the rhyming scheme in the first verse. Glasses, asses, flashes, classic, drastic, basking, passing, traffic, hazard, gassing, (laughs) laughing, lasting, tragic, fashion, imagine, casted, blaster, mad. Word. Yeah, you know what I mean? (laughs) I mean, she does it a lot better than I do, but the rhyming on the the A, not the the last syllable, it's it's Uh the A that she always comes back to. That is, And it flows so nice god I love
1: this she's really good funny that you said about you screwing up your face because I've written down I didn't realise until I'd finished listening to it that I had heavy bounced my head the whole way through like my whole (laughs) body I was really really going for I actually have a bad back this week because I thought earlier on in the week oh I think my little boy's a little bit bored let's get on the floor and let him jump on us it turns out (laughs) your your spine shouldn't hit the floor no um, because he got on at the same time as the dog Um, but I I really got sucked in by this. Mm-hmm. It does have a massive massive hook, and it's odd because whenever you do something so prominent as the ding 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 mm. ding, if you're going to put that the whole way through the track, usually when you get a certain point, you would you would quieten it down a little bit so it's not as prominent. Yeah, they don't does. really do that. No, and it still stays cool and doesn't actually get annoying. Mm-hmm.
0: Which is whoever's come up with that yeah. is absolutely. Genius. Well it's produced by Dr. Dre mm-hmm. uh, and it's from well it's this I listened to it this morning. The sample is from his track The Message, which sounds like this. A message to God But the the sample's been changed so much it's it's been made bigger. Yeah. Like it's quite subtle in the Dre track, which he didn't even produce actually, funnily enough, and there's a bit of kind of thing about that. But yeah, the the sample here, it's been made beefier and it could have been more distracting, as you say, it could have been you know Irritating But actually They just carry off It yeah, works they're really so good. well I watched an interview
1: With Eve across the week Where she said She wanted to be The first girl To do a song With a rock artist mm. And that's why It kind of came about Pretty much So she wanted to be The first R&B artist That had done Something with a rock artist yeah. And then I think that This just paved the way For Gwen doing interests And stuff Because mm-hmm. I was a big When I was a kid I was big about No Doubt Yeah. So my friend Angie Used to get bought A lot of music So Angie had stuff From her brothers And things like that So I got exposed To lots of different things Through her And mm. They were very much like heavy guitar stuff and all of that kind of crack. And I got a lot of no doubt through Angie and I just loved Gwen Stefani from a really young age. Yeah. Oh, this is so great.
0: They're a great double act in the track and in the video. Like yeah. the, the, the video is a really great video. I'd love to just drive around with this on. I can't drive, but I think if I did... This would be a track that I want to put on first because yeah. you can just drive around slowly with the top down Absolutely. and just uh, and cruise and bop your head. Well, I grew up on
1: my mate's quad. So, my mate Craig had a <laughs> 230cc Suzuki quad. And the video to this one. So, the gist is you've got two bad girls crashing a high society party who meet at a set of traffic lights. You know, Gwen Stefani's in her Lolo, mm. um, Eve pulls up on her quad, and then Gwen just abandons the car, gets in a quad, and then they just like raid this party, which causes all sorts of troubles. And then obviously, high society gives in and parties mm. with them and has a bit of a crash. But the video for this one is definitely a watcher's video as well. You, I mean, are you? You're not. You don't know all of the episodes of Friends, do you? Do you know
0: not Friends? really, no. This is used in I've Friends. I've seen them all on T4 at various points on Sunday afternoons, but I can't remember okay. any of them really.
1: Yeah, so there's lots. So there's a, the Comedy Central version changed because T4 was very clean. Yes. Friends. Yeah. Comedy Central then changed again, so there was like a full T4 had lost the episode with all the porn because they just couldn't mm. broadcast it. Mm. But this is used in, a, in an episode of Friends, which is where Monica hires Chandler a dancer that turns out is a stripper so they kick the stripper out and then Monica does a dance and she presses the remote control and turns on the stereo to do a lap dance for mm, Chandler mm, and mm, this mm, is the song mm, that comes mm, out mm, and yeah. Chandler's like stop, stop, stop puts on a crown and sits back and <laughs> waits for it so I think it, it, for Friends fans it's a specific mm, uh, a memory, very special yeah. song as well but yeah I love this track big, 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 big number four
0: as part of doing my uh, my Googling, I, um, I stumbled across the Amazon reviews, which is always interesting because you get some weird people you know, uh-huh. coming out of the cave. This is from the Redneck Jacko in <laughs> 2005. I haven't received this CD slash CD-ROM yet, but take the advice of a 52-year-old hippie, who will now be 67. And the Let Me Blow Your Mind track is Woo, a most excellent Viagra substitute. <laughs> Thank you, even Gwen. Hmm. Update. Okay, the DVD-ROM thing arrived a while ago. Woo. I'll reiterate, this video accomplishes the same purpose as Viagra. Shit. Now, I read this before I watched the video, and I expected something else. Yeah. But I get it. Okay. Okay. There is a sexuality to it that's kind of like, mm, didn't know that was my thing, but there you go. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. There's a, there's a vibe. Bad girls. Yeah. Well, that's it. It's the bad girls. it's so in some programs, for some strange reason, I end up always really fancying the bitch. You mm-hmm. know, when somebody's just a mean bitch, yeah. it's like, I quite fancy you. I wouldn't have a relationship with you, but maybe a night of passion in my little like fantasy world. But for some reason, yeah, I just end up in like a weird place. And bad girls.
0: Yeah. I think we should move on before things get too hot in here. Now... David Morales' remix of Space Cowboy has a very special place in my heart because we went to a a party in Newcastle many years ago during university and that was the last track of the night. Oh. And it was just, like, special. Like, you know, like, just before four o'clock in the morning, we're all kind of getting tired, but that track just, like, rejuvenated us and we had a really good night. So Jamiroquai is always a special artist and this is a special track because it's kind of like one of the last big hits that he had after like dominating the 90s with loads of kind of like weird jazz funk bangers. This is the next one that comes along, it's called Little L.
1: This is the lead single from the fifth studio album *Funk Odyssey*. I've got it down as an intro juice mm-hmm. at the start mm-hmm. of the episode. Mm-hmm. You referred to him as a twat in the heart. I feel like we might be in slightly different
0: counts. <laughs> I, I was just, I was just channeling what everyone else says about him because I like, right, okay. I, I like him. Okay, um, cool. But I just thought it was a too funny joke to resist. Grand. The intro to me sounds like a track by Jungle from 2018. I think, oh yeah, called okay. Casio. The intro, the, same, the sort of same kind of filtering build up to it, like low key start, reminded mm-hmm. me of that. That was that was an observation I made in Asda on Wednesday. <laughs> Mm. lucky asda yes no i think we're, we're, I, i'm in a good place are you in a good place
1: generally i'm in a good place it is a song about his breakup with denise van outen there's some other bits and pieces that allude to uh the fact that it's him breaking up with her um and it's all about his cocaine problem that he had at the time mm. but generally i do really like it and i've always had a soft spot for Jumurquai because i think that actually it's really easy to make all of these vibes and sounds that are used as being really camp and mm. Stepsy, mm. and actually he gives some extra kind of alternative masculinity to stuff like that, so that yeah. lads at this point could like funk. Yes, um, so he helped me get into that kind of realm and opened me to to funk vocally. I think it's great. Love the funky vibe in it. I love the clap yeah. clap yeah. I always thought that he was the kind of epitome of cool I do feel sorry for him way much more so now that I've yeah. read way too many articles Aye. Aye. recently but really enjoyed a lot of Jamiroquai stuff
0: through mm. the decades yeah me too I trust Jamiroquai to make a song about the end of a relationship this funky like when I read about it yeah. first not realised which song it was because I have heard this before but I couldn't think of what it was called uh, I, th- I was expecting something else and then I heard it I thought oh this song tune Mm-hmm. and you, you mentioned there like the sort of masculine masculinity he brings or certainly like the different vibe to disco is that he has this big sort of dance floor I mean there's so there's two kind of sections of the video that kind of cuts between but like the first section is him in the more traditional Studio 54 sort of yeah. setting with the, the glam clothes and you know full of people and the second bit is a big empty dance floor him in a tracksuit and a big hat like that's the difference yep. it's like disco could be the sort of traditional you know flares sort of look or it could be modern and it's just a guy in a trackies with his daft hat and that's Aye. that's the bit I guess it's like that's relatable to those lads you mentioned is that they can that they can see themselves there just in their trackies dancing about absolutely I remember loving because I'd never experienced a flashing dance
1: floor so no, I've nev- been 17 and I'd never had a flashing dance floor and then whenever I first came over to England mm. flares in Newcastle yeah I had a flashing dance floor Never at one been. point it was the bomb I absolutely mm. loved it and mm. then you could go out of that crawl out of that walk down a hill and then all of a sudden you're on a ship in the actual river <laughs> yeah. town with yeah. a, re- a revolving dance floor where you just stood and it rotated around and it was amazing mm. but that song any time I've ever stood in the flashing dance floor since has immediately brought me to being a fake Jamiroquai um, mm. and I really I really enjoyed it so yeah flashing light dance floors
0: I'm in So we've proved I can't do a Christopher Walken impression when we spoke about (laughs) (laughs) fat boy Slim. Can I do my David Bowie in Labyrinth, please? Go for it. It's a crystal. It'll show you your dreams. Mm, Yeah. I could could have done more Bowie, but I thought... In my head, Bowie does Bowie more than Bowie does. And I watched the clip back this week and he's actually quite, like, not as... It's a crystal. I thought he'd be more like that, but actually... He's, he's actually quite flat with it but right okay yeah, yeah it wasn't too bad then it wasn't oh. too bad it's better than my Christopher Walken which was give shocking give yourself a score out of 10 7 okay I, was gonna I, think, say, it, I think it was uh, better in my head.
1: yeah I was going to give you a 6.5 oh. but we're, we're in the same we're in the crystal. same zone anyway, well, okay,
0: the reason for that is uh, New Order I've got a track called Crystal
2: I don't know what to say
1: the first single of the seventh album Get Ready and at the time Pete Tong said that it was the best New Order song since Blue
0: Monday which is big words big deal big, yeah. big words and they nearly gave it away to somebody but um pete tong was the person who convinced them to keep it and thank god he did because this is a big comeback song first mm-hmm. new single in seven years and it, it spawned one of the biggest bands of the decade that we'll go on to in the future the killers because the, the band in the video are the killers and the video is set out exactly like the somebody told me video
1: have i missed all of
0: this whenever i've done my, me... i think so so brandon it... flowers who is the lead singer of the killers he's the, the main person in uh-huh. the Killers. he is such a big fan of british music and um when he put the killers together he saw this video love and new order and um that's that's why the killers are the killers because wow. of this song in this video Wow! Mm-hmm. Interesting. And it's turned out that the sh- the pair of them, Bernard Sumner and brandon Flowers, have been on stage doing various performances of either this song or somebody told me together. So they, b- they've struck up a friendship through this. But yeah, this track is responsible for the Killers. Do you know what my access to the
1: Killers? I wonder if this was quite consistent in Northern Ireland because actually we didn't get the song. Somebody told you the first track. Oh, whatever the first, the um, bright
0: side potentially was the first big hit. I'm not sure.
1: Whatever the first one was, it was used well ahead of time mm. in a lifestyle sports advert in Northern Ireland. Oh, right. So, lifestyle sports is maybe like the Northern Irish version of JD Sports. Okay, so we all knew this song for a long period of time. And then I remember working in a shop and having the radio on in the shop while I was at university, and it's like, oh my God, that's that song off the advert. So you mm. know the way sometimes you just get used to songs on adverts and they're yeah. never really anything? Yeah. That was one of the ones for me. So we, I'd heard it for months and months and months and months before it actually got released as a single or started mm. to get any radio play. Um, Interesting. So that was, I must Google that and see if I can find that advert actually. Yeah. New Order Crystal. I didn't think yes. I was going to know it. I didn't know it. You didn't know it at all? No. I then remembered it as soon as the chorus came in and I started mm. to sing along with it. So it has it is implanted a little bit more than what I thought it was going to be. Um, I love how guitar led it pretty much is for New Order. Yeah. It's actually got, so elements wise, there's loads of like basic Nirvana vibes that meet a bit of electronica. So there's mm. like a, a really
0: weird subtlety in there too. I think it sounds a lot like Depeche Mode, Break the Silence. Actually, yeah, it does. Yeah.
1: Mm. I've got a question around vocals. Okay. So, and it's not even really a question. It's like I want to. I want to have a conversation about the vocals. Okay. Um, I thought that it was. I, I have put that it sounds interesting vocally. There's something really unique about it. You know the way we said Sophie Elspeth's is quite unique. Yeah. Um. But obviously this isn't being compared to her directly. I can't tell whether his singing is actually unique or whether it's weak. Hmm. And then I went backwards and I thought, right, let's go and have a look at True Faith.
2: I used to think
1: yeah. And then that, that strong for a lot of it and then the questions came back in again. And the, the reason why it's fresh in my head is because we slated Jerry's singing last week. Mm. Well you slated Jerry's singing last yeah, week. Sorry. And actually, they're kind of on par for me in the sense that they're both unique, they're both interesting, and they both have a specific tone. If you push them in different directions, I don't think that they would make very nice
0: noises elsewhere. No. Um, but pl- Play at the strengths. I think I think J- Jerry, Jerry for me, didn't play at the strengths, whereas I think New Order always kind of have with Bernard. Right.
1: Okay. Maybe that's what my logic needs to be, is, okay, you've got a very interesting unique vocal and you are playing to your strengths, but actually yeah. maybe that's what you are. You're that little...
0: It's like I would never try and be sound. a police officer, because it's not in my wheelhouse, so it's, it, you, you couldn't you couldn't judge me on what I can't do. Okay, because I
1: would never even try that. Kind of want you to be really famous and then go on a TV show and we make you a police officer for a no. month or something. Let's please not do that. <laughs> love to see it.
0: No. Okay, um, it's an inter- it's an interesting point though. I, but I, I I do
1: think with with. Mm. <laughs> Probably not a comparison we ever thought we would see. No, I, d- I, d- I don't. I don't think they would ever. burnab would never. Just, think. Tri- but that's why yeah. I've always, I've always said about the Spice Girls, they are a five piece and yes. they, they work together as a five piece. Yeah. Um, whereas this, yeah, I was just trying to figure out, and I think now I've got some logic. So you're saying they're playing to the strengths and vocally now it is interesting he is playing to the strings and I just I like the overall tone and it matches the musicality of it all Mm. you know
0: what I mean and it's got a female voice in there for some of the bits that just kind of offset a little bit and kind of add another thing in the mix that kind of catch you by surprise that
1: yeah I do think
2: she
0: clashes a bit because
1: she seems a different level of talent so I could kind Mm. of do with or maybe I need her lower down in it
0: yeah maybe lower in the mix that's what I'm thinking too I think it's amazing that New Order have managed to achieve as much as they have considering you know at the start of their career as Joy Division they lost Ian Curtis what maverick Mm -hmm. he was and they've gone on to become you know still the the joy division and new order are the two two of the biggest alternative bands in the country and that's such a big credit to them and to still be doing stuff now you know they got a new single out in september called be a rebel they're still you know still smashing it still huge they still have shows that people flock to because they've got the tracks like blue monday but i think this one too this would be great live fast grungy modern for 2001 the video looks very modern i think for 2001 Mm -hmm. i was surprised by like if you put a, a video from 99 side by side with that in 2001 you just think of like how big the change of millennium was in terms of mi- video production I think yeah the video makes it look like a sort of almost like they're taking a the piss because they've got like a younger band playing the song to like look like them it looks like they're doing a pastiche of bands like the killers <laughs> and I think if you'd if you'd watched it without knowing as you as you did I guess that, that the killers would go on to pastiche this themselves in a loving way yeah um, it would look like a piss take but this for me is a great new order track that I hadn't heard before and now I'm glad I've discovered Let's start our new week. This is the 26th of August 2001, the last week of the summer. Ah, But loads of those tracks that we've spoken about there have stayed in the top ten. We've got two new entries. This was the week where, do you remember when David Blaine was on GMTV doing the thing with his hand in the eye? No. He was on with Eamon Holmes, and he was very weird and quiet. He didn't say much. And at one point he just raised his hand. He had a drawing of an eye on his hand. just freaked everyone out and he just caused like if Twitter was a thing back in the day people would have gone crazy over it Mm. it was a big moment I have to search it online that was a big deal I think David Blaine since has sort of said he regrets doing it because it was just so weird like he wasn't mm-hmm. it, he went for an interview and he just freaked everyone out but if you're an illusionist you want to freak people out don't you
1: well that's the basics of NLP isn't it you need to mm. create a state and sometimes by creating the state mm-hmm. that's exactly what you do like I love Durham Brown stuff and yeah. when I was a trainer there was a, a thing we used to do about your linguistic programming uh, where Simon Pegg got hypnotised by mm. Durham Brown uh, and Durham Brown goes I'm gonna make you think of a gift and you've written it down and it's in your wallet and I'm going to tell you what you've written down Um, and he's like oh great okay and he just convinces him what he wants and it's like it's a really good watch if you google it Mm. it's fascinating because you see how shocked simon Pegg is and um, because simon Pegg thinks he's written down he wants a leather jacket and he oh. hasn't and it's this so, whole. but but it kind of shows you and highlights some basics about how to create that state and what they've done to manipulate a thought process and stuff mm. so it's, it, there's way more to it than what they make yeah, out in the program yeah. but it's gripping and he used to use it all the time in sessions about how um our opinions are formed and how behavior breeds behavior and things like that so it was it was fascinating really, i'm really
0: wondering good. now because you can because you've you know you, you you know about that and you can do that. I wonder if you've been inside my head and changed my opinions or anything. I wonder if you've you've tapped into me and you've convinced me to change my thoughts on a not track. intentionally, but you have moulded your personality slightly in the time that you've known
1: me just from yeah. being around me, which is N L P in itself. Uh. But I haven't I couldn't be arsed with anything like that and the focus.
2: <laughs> you know, they
1: might have focused to create a state of what I've got to do. That's quite it's quite difficult. But you have you've become more positive and you've become more open minded because yeah. you probably wouldn't have done this podcast where you admitted to the world that you're a pure sucker Mm.
0: for pop music five years ago you know so you have oh you have been a positive influence i do love you as well (laughs) Uh, pop music wise last week i mentioned a film called help i'm a fish (laughs) and um there was tweets we had some from reagan vincenza who shared the, the fact that she has the single and she loves the single she can't remember the film much like me but she does know the song it was number 11 in the chart this week so it was just just missed out on top 10
1: yeah um i heard it Uh and recognized it ah see there you go Mm -hmm. i
0: feel like everyone did but no one knows what the film was about i think it's just someone got stuck as a fish or something i don't know uh pop music wise let's get into ones that did make the top 10 nelly furtado second single we covered from her looking forward to nelly going for what i've been lost in the nelly rabbit hole this week because her 2006 music with timberland is like elite and i'm saying it now i think if every of those singles that charted top 10 i think all of them will be episode Winners at least. Oh, if if they're not in a really horrible week, I think they all will be because okay. that album is elite pop music. Here in 2001, she's got her album War Nelly and this second single, Turn Off the Light. <laughs>
1: So is the follow-up to I'm like a bird whoa Nelly actually is like before this this was just a phrase we said in Little yeah Daddy. I know it was so weird yeah. so if somebody if somebody came in and were come, was coming too close to you for example you'd be like oh, whoa, whoa 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 Nelly Yeah. Um, and we used to shout whoa horse for some strange reason not war horse <laughs> whoa horse um, always bloody horses and <laughs> fucking horses honestly but yeah it was the thing I can have remember have told the
0: story of that that the horse knows? no
1: I don't think we have no Um, do we want to tell <laughs> do, that story do you think we
0: ever will um <laughs> We haven't got a lot of time. We'll save it for another week. Okay. We'll just we'll leave it there and tease it. We'll ha- we'll leave it dangling.
1: But whoa, Nelly was yeah, it was a thing that we would shout. I remember my at Leanne Podney just constantly been like, whoa, Nelly, and yes, horse. Uh, but yeah, follow up time like a bird. I've got this down as an intro juice. Yes. And I didn't think whenever I saw it coming, I was like, I don't remember which one this is. And then you know when you go to open YouTube and before you mm-hmm. press play in the video, you just see the the cover picture of it. Yeah. It just all of it just shot straight oh, into my brain. And I was like, back. oh my yeah. god, remember this one? This is so so good. EQ raises again. Yeah. The same way. Five does, love it. Scratching. Yep, yeah, which is good. Vocally, great. Um, We've got a nice high rise at the end of each chorus. Lyrically, I had no, so I've sang along to it. Mm. Had no idea until I've sat and tried to follow it through with a lyrical checker how lyrically complex that is and how yeah. difficult that is to sing. Yes. And I'm actually like, Jesus, she's a fucking wordsmith. She really you know, is. She really yeah. is ma- yeah. If you don't know what we're talking about, you have to just try follow it through and try sing this at the same rate as Nelly Furtado does and you'll just
0: see how skilled and talent cheers yeah. at this. It's funny, the, the inspiration to this was apparently a reggae fusion track called Turn the Lights On oh, right. by Big Sugar in 1998. It sounds like this. Turn the lights on. There is bits that are like almost identical, but I guess they're kind of like officially sampled sort of thing. To me, and so they're a Canadian band, Big Sugar, and she's Canadian. If she's inspired by any Canadian for this track, for me, it's Informer by Snow.
2: (laughs) Informer
0: you know what I mean yeah. at all mm-hmm. especially towards the end where she starts in the sort of like fast like scat rapping like mm-hmm. as you say in the verses that kind of lyrical density that's like very complicated to deliver I think this is very snow informer which is yeah. very odd but <laughs> no Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, and I like that and it's, just, it's just, I, I don't think it was coincidental but I think it's funny how they've all matched up together yeah. as Canadian c- counterparts. Yeah, I remember <laughs> I remember <laughs>
1: this was a very awkward moment for my boss I re- not my radio station boss but a different boss that I've got I remember being in a university and we had to do an induction for a whole faculty mm-hmm. and he probably had maybe a good 100 to 150 people in this room and just was trying to like relate to people but accidentally didn't in joke pretty much with the academics right. from the journalism department and got up and introduced himself as the pretty much the most important guy in the room and he's like I uh, yes and I can I can rap informer and then just did a whole <sighs> verse of it. Informer and nobody in that room had ever heard that song nor oh, knew what was going on oh, oh, um, I can just remember just being buckled oh, myself and then all the other academics were pissing themselves laughing but it was the most irrelevant thing you've ever seen yeah. aimed at 150 people
0: Like I shouldn't know what Informer by Snow is it's in
1: Sisters. I was watching Sisters the other day, which, again, is exactly my target yes, audience. Yeah. Um, Sisters was on, and they do do a bit of a dance routine to it. And in it's... Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> what's, uh, the, what's the words? Because in... A licky bum bum yeah. now. So that's what... Yeah, a licky so l- bum bum down.
1: Like, yeah, so obviously I had child versions I'll lick your bum bum now when yeah. when I was younger oh, yeah. mm-hmm.
0: um, I think I knew this one more than I'm like a bird as a kid I do remember this one more than I'm like a bird interesting yeah potentially specific memories attached to it it might be on a, on a now CD that I had yeah but I definitely heard this one more we're seeing a much more urban side to Nelly you know vocally I'm like a bird was more delicate mm-hmm. and ethereal this one's kind of riotous it's kind of got like a, a bit more of an edge to it
1: and you see that in the video too because mm. she she starts off like swamp side if that's the thing swamp side with a little smoky swamp men start evolving for the swamp and dancing and then she kind of just gets in and, oh, and goes for it as well yeah. and dances around that's a, that, again that's a Gwen Stefani thing of like
0: I didn't know that was my uh, mm. oh yes yeah, <laughs> 17 year
1: old perverted <laughs> Scott
0: but <laughs> oh, I love Nelly Fatal wrestling in mud.
1: Yeah, and we're still at this point where everybody thought she was um, Courtney Cox. Yes. Um, uh, oh so,
0: God, oh, God, that would take a lot of bucks for you, wouldn't it? Yeah.
1: Yeah, then it, it cuts from the swamp scenes to like a really colourful set. Mm. Um, there's men in skirts, there's her doing solo guitar stuff as well. Yeah. Um, and the whole thing's just really like spirited and free, you know what I mean? yeah. So, there is, it's yeah. back to the ethereal word too. Nellie's setting the tone and just going off in her own little lane here, and we're starting to see, ah, oh. you know, when we've come from world like steps and five yes. and all of that yeah. kind of crack really right we've got somebody who's really artistic over here but still can be a mainstream pop star obviously she she swerves out of that lane a little bit yes um, yeah uh-huh. I mean we, we get more mass produced Nelly but yeah a really interesting place oh, with her right she's now she's
0: so good she's so good I've been listening to so much of her this week and I just keep thinking like she's one of those artists I don't think I'll ever get to see live but I would love to because the the amount of bangers that she has yeah. is um, is incredible this one you know combining old bits of folk new bits of electronic and hip-hop mm-hmm. and as a white person not being cringy with it and like making it work yeah yeah cragging and finally a track that I've prepared the wrong notes for so we've both prepared notes for different (laughs) ones I've done the well which one have I done? so you've done I've done the one that's in the music video so
1: you've done the right so it's really confusing so this was originally released in May 2000 as a lead single from the debut album Resist it got to number 73 then is that the one I've done? So, yes, it's it's strange because actually if you look at the historical information online, it doesn't specify very much about different versions of no, it. So tricky. I'm going off ear because whenever I've listened to the version that you've done, i have like, this isn't the one that got all of the radio play on Radio 1, which right. was the one that sold in the charts. So it's we would need to, we probably need to physically look and I've been on Discogs as well. We would need to look at the back of the CD single to make sure that the actual lead single on the disc was the remix I'm kind of. Talking about, but right.
0: Well, yeah. I'll, I'll do the notes for the one after you do the notes for you, one you've yeah. done, and we'll just play them both. But we'll, we'll only we'll, the one that goes through to the you know the contest be the one that you've done because that's okay. the one, I guess. Yeah, Ugh. anyway, this is Koshin, hide you, and I guess this is the not radio one, it's a drum and bass one. This is the drum and bass one that I've prepped for.
2: Yeah.
0: For me, this is like *Chase and Status* yep. meets *Dido*, okay? Meets *Sound of the Underground*. Girls allowed. <laughs> And it's funny because I was reading about Girls Loud this week just to see what Sound of the Underground was inspired by, mm-hmm. and they said that they were inspired by Pure Tone, addicted to bass. Oh, it's a joke. this?
2: I'm totally addicted to bass. Wow, wow, wow. Oh.
0: But I think it sounds more like Kashinhai, oh, do you? And I listened to Pure Tone again this morning. Come here, it was the first thing I listened, It was the last thing I heard before I came to the door. And I think that, I think Girls Aloud sounds more like this, and I like it. Mm-hmm. So I well, I've
1: kind of in theory done prep on both of them. So whenever it, right, okay. whenever it got the number seventy three, it then ended up getting indirectly big in the Netherlands, and then it got mm. its re-release in two thousand and one. I love the drum and bass vibes in the version that you've focused on. Yeah, um, I did find the version that I knew after. A lot of searching I found it really difficult To specify Even if you just stick in Like Koshin Haiju Radio Edit It still brought you back Your version Yeah And then thought I'm going to the Discogs I'm going to see If there was a remix And I'm going to see If there was a radio edit Of one of the remixes And there was So there's a John Kramer And the Stephanie K remix Which is the one That I remember from Radio Play Which sounds like this So it was slowed down and it was turned into a house track, mm, really. Mm. But this is the way that I remember it. And I remember this being like an absolute massive jam and being on the radio all of the time. But it doesn't change anything that you've said. It does have, it's missing verses. Yeah. So it's very much a repetitive
0: chorus. But the chorus is is lovely and creepy all at once. Really? Yeah, it is sinister, isn't it? It's a yeah. sinister sort of song. And the, vi- the video of the one I watched only like sort of infuses that as well because it's got like creepy old women and like lots of dark... You know, tunnelly corridor yep. sort of bits, and S- S- Sean Evans is kind of like. Moving in and out of frame in a sort of jerky fashion. So the
1: video was not much different. No, the video. The video reminds me of the ring in a really strange. There's there's not ah, the whole thing. There's elements that, of it it's where around it's that got time effect. as
0: well. Yeah, there's that sort of time nineties noise. So you
1: do have that, but I think she's got an amazingly unique voice. I mm. love the message within the chorus about being protective, and it kind of it's it's quite refreshing compared to some of the creepy songs we've had mm. about. And some of the R B tracks were like, right, we're, I'm kicking you to the curb, and all of this, you're a player. Yeah, uh, um, and this one's like, right, I'm going to protect you. I'll yes, hide you. Yes. And weirdly enough, this week I actually spoke to someone who's one of my best friends that I haven't spoken to in ages and actually told them I will hide you if you need me to hide you mm. and we'll just tell someone that you're fine but if you need to disappear you disappear Right. Um, so it's so strange that I've listened to that this week mm. and connected with it when I it didn't really mean anything to me when I was 17 but I loved it Yeah. it was on CDs that I bought it was just a it was a massive jam Yes. it was a big vibe for and us back now it's back got then. resonance uh, but yeah I've written down for the video video has the ring vibes mm. <laughs> nothing else
0: <laughs> and I knew I knew the name Sean Evans from somewhere DJ Fresh. Loader. Louder.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tune.
0: Mm-hmm. Love that. What a week. What a really interesting week. We've done seven tracks. I think it's the most consistent of all the ones we've done for a while. I yeah, can't, I think there has been weeks where we've had other ones where there's been like banger, banger, banger. This is my hardest week in a long time, actually. Me, me too, yeah. Um, I, I've got, I've got, a, I've got a list of the seven tracks in an order, but it may have changed during that, and it might be because Cushing has. It's complicated now. I'm not sure which one. I, I don't know the the bit that I've heard of the the one that you've prepped for. I'm not as fond of, but
1: oh, that's funny. I like them both.
0: Yeah, they're both grand, but I think I'm attached to the drum and bass one now. And it, if it doesn't yeah. qualify, or, I'm a stickler mm. for rules, Scott. You know, I'm a stickler for rules are you Vic <laughs> you brought yourself a safe card in last
1: year for what do you call them uh, pure shores and then still yeah. crapped on yourself oh, and so I do regret I, that. I look I
0: forward to what happens in the future Liam yes so let's try and put them in some kind of order mm. and, it, and for me it is, it is putting them in order this week. it's a problem mm-hmm. um, but you, you go first um, contenders please I don't know do, do, right hold on a second I've got a
1: clear winner come on do you have a clear winner what I'm gonna have to go. Can I go backwards and talk out loud? And you can go for do it. Do with it what yeah, you will. Yeah, yeah, of course. Right, not gonna win New Order Crystal. Mm-hmm. Not gonna win Caution. Hide You. Yes. No glow from Nelly Furtado. Turn off the light enough mm-hmm. to get her into. Okay. Would she get into the pot with that? She's definitely not a winner. Would she get it? She. Mm, borderline pot. Right, so if I got a pot of four, then. Right, I've got a pot of four. Okay. One of the winners sitting in it, of course. Um, right, official pots in fourth position. Sophie L. Spexer, take me home. In third me position, Jimmy Quite little L. One's really, really credible. One I've got a big love for, ticket dump. <laughs> um, <laughs> Oh, that's, that's an odd noise.
0: No, sorry. Straining.
1: <laughs> Why am I straining so much for this decision? Because I feel like my brain's telling me to go cool, but I'm going to go with heart. My runner up is even Gwen Stefani. Let me blow my
2: mind. Mm.
0: And
1: my episode winner this week is five Let's Dance.
0: Wow! Let me
1: Wow Whoa well, Proper in the commercial pot wow. here, me
0: Wow That's really interesting
1: That's so I thought whenever I looked at the list When I saw it coming That was the obvious winner mm. And I didn't really know why And yet I hate the video to it now Yes But there's still really Something special about that track And I feel like It's the closest I've ever really got To really loving a boy band
0: Yeah That's interesting it's a shame because that's kind of it for them isn't it, it? Is, there's, pretty there's, much. There's, two there's one, more. Is one, there, one, one, one there's more one more single more? I think yeah. closer to me close, to me, close yeah. to me it's one of those yeah. Oh, interesting
1: okay oh, so did. I, you, you, even in advance you tweeted how difficult this week was before we've even sat down and discussed Yeah. so right. you're gonna have to like, like I oh, said look like, and see what you can do what, like I said in the thoughts? tweet
0: I could literally roll a dice because it could be any of six it, what, what's it, changed it, since we've spoken it, well the caution things complicated things I'm gonna leave it out just because of the fact that I don't think the version that is
1: the one qualifies
0: okay well the one that, the one that is the one for me qualifies I've, I've heard the drum and bass one too much this week and now i can't bear the fact that it isn't the one. Oh, okay. i don't will
1: we'll, we we'll make a pact that if for some strange reason we find out more facts as to the drum and bass one was the chart one yeah that we will we give you a golden
0: ticket or something yeah, like we'll, that we'll leave it in, I, we'll, I don't think you'd come back to it but no it's it's not it's not high up the list Right. I do like it. And it is more specialist, which is not not a problem. The thing is, this week, any of these seven could be a winner if it wasn't these seven all together in the Absolutely. same week. Yeah. That's just so cruel how it's worked out. Like, mm-hmm. why couldn't this be in Robbie Williams' bloody week? Okay. Seventh, I'm going Cushing just because I don't know. It's complicated things. It's mm-hmm. in stasis for now. Six, This is really complicated. <laughs> if we're starting it at seven. Yeah, yeah. I know. Six. Hit me. All seven were going to be a contender, by the way. Worthy. Yeah. Oh. But as we've spoken, let, let, let's let's be rational, okay? Number six, I'm putting in New Order. Okay. Do like it, though. Mm-hmm. Not a contender. Could have been, but not a contender anymore. Fifth, I'm putting in Jamiroquine. Love you,
2: love you,
0: Which is weird. And it looks like I don't like it because it's fifth, but as I say, this week mm-hmm. is really strong. Fourth, Eve and Gwen Stefani. Again, not a bad thing, though. Mm -mm. Is a contender, though. Mm -hmm. Third is five. But I do love it. I do really love it. And any of the week, winner. Second,
1: hmm... You've got two female brunettes.
0: Yeah, I know, Find it out. I know. And that, that, do, that, does, that is indicative of me and my brain. Second, because it's a cover, How? how although it is transformative, mm-hmm. and, and, and maybe there is better to come. I haven't analysed Murder on the Dance Floor quite as much, but let's just assume better still to come, and I'll get to reward her later down the line. Second, Sophie ellis Beck to Take Me Home. Take me home. And first, ah, she just does things to us that nobody else does, and it's hard to explain exactly why. I think she pulls off stuff that other people couldn't do. Like, other people make that cringy. Like, she does the magical world. Like, that that shouldn't work, but it does. So my winner this week is Nelly Furtado. Turn off the lights.
1: I think we need to ask questions here and we need to hear from you across the week about we've taken a long time there to make them decisions mm. is this consistent with everybody else because we think it's a really hard week Yeah. is... And obviously, I think if you're doing it at face value and you go, ah, oh, Sophia Specs remember that one. If you've done the analysis and you're a spreadsheet follower potentially, did mm. you find this as difficult as us? We need to know this at this point.
0: We've got Spotify playlists, YouTube playlists. You can mm-hmm. watch them and listen to them in advance. We, uh, that, that's how we suggest doing it. I know people haven't got the time and it, maybe it's just as easy to just like, listen to what we say and that's enough. But if you want to play along, I would suggest get on YouTube and Spotify and hear them first, jot some stuff down and then try and figure out like we do. Yeah. Anyway, we're going on too long. We've got a winner decision to make now. You've got yep. five, let's dance, and you've got Lady Marmalade, hit me with your drone.
1: I think this is easy. We cannot live in a world where five Let's Dance
0: beats, Lady Marmalade, yeah. Lady Marmalade stays on. Simple, yes, fair enough. But in terms of being progressive lady marmalade is you know the magna carter and uh, Mm -hmm. five is like a greg's rapper on the floor pretty much i think you
1: you probably have like a a different consideration Mm. you know to me so we're against we're up with roger sanchez another chance Mm -hmm. versus a very credible very cool nelly Furtado. turn off the light yeah weird
0: territory very weird territory here's your drone I think it's easy for me too. It's funny that this week has seven tracks that could all be episode winners, but there's not a series winner amongst them. There's not. They're, they're all eight out of okay. ten. They're all eight or eight and a halves to me. Maybe, maybe Nelly's a nine for me, but Roger's a ten. Okay. It's simple as that. A ten, a ten has to be the winner to knock it off. So it, there isn't one this week. But they're all great, and I love them all. Roger Sanchez stays on.
1: I love the fact you've called them all eights. I wonder if that, is this our most consistent week the whole way so. through the podcast? Where I we've think so. Olly, Average, there's no fours, there's no threes. No. There's no tens. No.
0: Average score across the week is like an 8.2, okay. I think. Yeah. Interesting. Maybe, maybe we need a spreadsheet and start to rate things ourselves, actually. Mm, yeah. You know oh, that, I can't make that. Class? Last oh, night before phew. I went to bed, I, I mean, I was awake till three o'clock prepping things because my, 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 my body clock is fucked, basically. But I was thinking about when I get to the point, maybe at the end of 2001, could we possibly do a ranking of like a top 10 <laughs> so far or like mm-hmm. top 20 so far? And I tried once to do that on a playlist of just kind of like dragging things up and down sort of thing. But I wonder if I could do a top 10 and I wonder if... Roger Sanchez will be top or would something else be top and just the fact that we've been doing it like this was when it stays on mm-hmm. Has something gone gone awry somewhere? Maybe pure Shows yeah. would be number one, and it's just because that's always going to keep coming back as the one because I keep regretting. Yeah. It, 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 it. But is Roger Sanchez the best song, or is it just the best one currently? Yeah, but that might defeat the premise of the podcast, so I might leave that until the end of the ten years. <laughs> okay, and try and make a ten years list. Okay, well, oh, you've dear. got
1: bigger you've got bigger issues because oh, this week you've got in trouble I with did. Andrea
0: Elder yeah. on socials. Hit me up with the dates. So the poll this week didn't include Train, Drops of Jupiter, and that's potentially my bias because I don't like it particularly. Or I don't like Train. This song's fine, but I don't like Train particularly. She says, I abstain. Drops of Jupiter is by far the best song this week. Train have been robbed and misrepresented this week. <gasps> so the original poll, MOP came bottom 9.3%. Then Missy Elliott and Ludacris Woman Man, 18.6. Then Jennifer Lopez, 8 Funny, 27.9. And the winner of that poll was so solid crew, 21 seconds, 44.2%. But because Andrea's tweet, she, she, I thought, yeah, she's been, Train have been hard done by, that's me, my prejudice, let's eliminate them from proceedings. I'll do a second poll as kind of like, right, if you voted for a thing in the first poll, click that. If you want to vote for Train, click this. And I thought, well, if I've put those five in, it would be wrong for me to el- eliminate Jerry. So I put Jerry in and she... <laughs> did she win she won by a massive margin yeah what What? she on on that poll alone she got 67.2% so who's she
1: in that poll with
0: just was train but also like an option that was like all four of them if you chose one of the ones in the poll above okay it's been a bit of a mess it's been a bit of a mess the way it works out if you break down the votes is that Jerry got twice as many votes as so solid so she technically does win and I know Jerry fans there's a lot of Jerry fans we've seen that before when we did the poll last year
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, I did vote so solid yeah, I um, voted so not vote in the Jerry one. No, um, but I, I voted like one of the above in the Jerry poll. Weirdly, you'll be dead impressed because I was in the car yesterday and I was sitting in traffic and I I did have to turn the volume down because I thought I was maybe embarrassing myself a little bit and I'm mm. not. I do not care what other people say, but I think I was having a moment yesterday. I was squealing to MOP Antio <laughs> Yes.
0: Yes.
1: <laughs> Couldn't believe Kidnapp
0: it. Kidnap that fool. Yeah, honestly. Oh,
1: honestly, I don't know what was going on in my life, but I was sitting on Westington Way in Sunderland oh, at love the, it. the junction
0: for the Northern Spire with it up very, very loud. It was it was a moment. It was. So I think it's important that we uphold democracy. However, is Jerry's win official? Can we count that as a win? Because it wasn't part of my original plans and I sort of did it as a concession, but I, I don't know. I don't think we can, because if you think back across... So
1: the reason why there's four... Is because it's all that we can put on a yes. poll, and uh-huh. um, so we have to choose the ones that have had the most significant coverage, either through the conversations or sometimes in advance whenever people see and foresee the playlist coming, so we get some interactions. But we didn't rate her well. No, it would be unfair to then just bring her back in because we have created a specific a specific circumstance for her. But that was really to you know butter up Andrea.
2: Yeah,
0: it was. <laughs> really. It was to include Trey and who did actually lose. Lose. Yeah, and I do think
1: that we then need to look at we haven't done that for every other week no throughout the podcast yes. So, and I still do think that we need to be true to what we did okay. it, would, it would be great if listening to this the Twitter you know programmers oh, I, and, could and I did tweet them wider, saying please make the yeah, polls bigger really good how many do we
0: need Myself.
1: well we need we need flexibility don't we because we've yeah. got some seven up, weeks up we've to got eight, some tens
0: up you know. to eight, yeah, yeah. Okay. Just, just give us an option like Facebook just to add as many as you want yeah you dicks yeah. Um, so sorry Jerry fans and there's a lot of you because we've just you know as proven by the fact you won the bloody pool we're gonna uphold so solid winning sorry yeah but maybe right it'll win in 2005 <laughs> it's it's funny and she's totally taking the piss out of herself in that one so you know oh. you never know right Mm-hmm. That could be controversial, but this week should hopefully be... Actually, this week to be even harder because there's seven tracks that could all be... Oh, fuck. No, we'll have to pick four. We'll have to pick four. We'll have to pick four. TNN Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and twitter we've changed it just to make them all simple because we've now also got an email address which is hello at tnnpod.co.uk
1: we Mm. want to hear from you with voice notes and we want to read some emails please
0: uh, do your thing oh i'm exhausted next time on the podcast we're putting a pause on the main series because it's christmas and new year on the fridays and we figure you know who, who listens to a podcast on christmas day Oh me probably actually So we're doing a Christmas special next week That'll be good
1: We've got a little bit of everything So we're going to do some classics like Band Aid We're going to do Cliff Richard We're going to do The Darkness We've got some oddities like Bo to The Cheeky Girls and The Fast Food Rockers So we're really bringing you a selection of Christmas tracks From the Noddies, But from the first, first half, half of the decade mm-hmm. um, So there's some special Christmas tracks in there too So yeah we're we're breaking the rules And we're going to have a conversation about some of the tracks
0: And get Christmas in Yay! See you there